welcome to another episode of Countdown to Infinity, a Marvel's Avengers podcast. We talk all things Marvel Cinematic Universe. That includes the movies. We've even talked some comic books. And we definitely, we definitely watch the streaming shows. <laughs> and boy, howdy. I've been really enjoying Moon Knight. Uh, So we're going episode by episode. We're talking about Moon Knight. We talked about the first episode, and here we are talking about episode two, Summon the Suit. Kind of a spoiler on the title. Yeah, yeah, right. (laughs) (laughs) Um, My name is Manuel. My name is Sophia. And, you know, Summon the Suit. That sounds like like what I tell the dry cleaner. Right, right. Mm-hmm. 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 And that's the kind of comedy you're going to get. Here we go. I Off say, to a great start. Uh, okay. <laughs> and uh, uh, sometimes I tell the dry cleaner, uh, where is my suit? Because mm-hmm. they lose it. Okay. Oh, boy. All right. I shouldn't have done that second one, huh? It's fine. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, Moon Knight is really kicking off, and I feel like fairly quickly, too. We've got a lot going on in this episode. Of course, all the different personalities, but we've... Uh, we, we spent a lot of time with Arthur Harrow in this episode, and mm-hmm. it does feel like things are moving quite a bit. Um, uh, what do you think about this episode? Yeah, um, okay, so this episode, I feel like there was a lot more explaining and a lot of, like, talking and a lot of realizations for everybody involved, and we're only in episode two. Yeah, that's why it's it's kind of exciting. It, what, what happens now? It was now? really crazy. So, um, I didn't realize that Mark Spector was going to have this much of an open communication, um, with, oh my gosh, please tell me his first name. Steven? I can't, Steven, Grant. thank you so much. I can't, I don't even know why I blinked on that. Wow, we're really off to a great start. Okay, no, but um, I, I had no idea that Stephen and Mark were going to be able to talk to each other so much, and like having Stephen recognize Mark at literally different times, like constantly, almost like, and and also like having Stephen realize that this is something that he is actually in control of versus like having less uh, less control of when he's able to shift and summon the suit. Well, that's one of the cool things that we learned here. It's who, whatever personality is in the body the longest, or as you're in the body, you're gaining power. Right. And we learned this, and, and Stephen, I guess, hasn't had a lot of time in the body, not no. as much as Mark. And Mark no. tells him, like, hey, straight up, you're, get, you know, you're getting more powerful, and you're able yeah. to resist me more because you've been in the body yeah. for so long. And mm-hmm. I think that's... It's it's part of the deal too. Mark tells to Mark know. tells Stephen, if you let me finish this mission that Concho has me on, mm-hmm. you can have the body. I'm right, done. Right. I'm just but, here for this one thing. Yeah. But of course, like AKA. Arthur, to his credit, is like, well, you know, Concho doesn't necessarily keep all his promises. promises so. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that, that's something from the comic book. There is a constant push and pull, and of course, with Concho, you can't trust these Egyptian gods. You can't do it as that's, much as you want to. You yeah, can't trust these. Shifty. Really creepy <laughs> Egyptian gods. Yeah, can't, well, speaking that of that, just stalk you. This, I think. I mean, the the cone shoe stuff is my favorite in the in the yeah. In the you, we talked about the conversation through reflection between mm-hmm. Arthur and Stephen, but mm-hmm. the cone shoe stuff, dude, that's intense. Is great. There's yeah. there's good. I mean, F. Murray Abraham is the voice, mm-hmm. uh, really great voice actor. But there's moments where it seems like it's going to be like a full on scary thing monster, yeah. right, in, in a creepy hallway. Yeah, but um, even the conversations that they have with Mm -hmm. Konshu and Steven Mm -hmm. where Konshu's normally up on a roof or Mm -hmm. far away in the shadows right and then suddenly he's right behind him but that's it's so good (laughs) and I I love it and it feels uh, very different from other types of Jekyll and Hyde stuff that we've seen before 
the country stuff this episode it's more cre- like you said creepy versus scary i wanted to be scared more but i yeah. have to i mean i, I re- was reminded very quickly was that this is that, like on disney plus so yeah. it's not gonna be like and, super and scary I will say but in the beginning <laughs> it gets it gets scary but i think once steven knows who it is yeah it's not well, as that's what as i was gonna that's, yeah, that's what i was gonna talk about like after having his discussion with um is it august 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 yeah right who's that is it not august angus who? God, what is his name? Angus. Glass feet. Arthur. Arthur. <laughs> I was like, huh, you who's so Angus? bad with names. Angus? You yeah. know? Hello, I'm the, Angus. The Irishman. <laughs> okay, no, but Angus um, the Irishman? Yeah, isn't Angus like an Irish name? Is it not? Is it Scottish? Move on. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> Anyways, I'm terrible with names, so sorry. But uh no, yeah, so after he has the conversation with, oh my god, it's happening again. What is it? Arthur. Arthur. <laughs> I need to think about Arthur like, hey, hey. If it's easier for you, you can say oh. Ethan Hawke, who is the actor. What is what is that? The the cartoon Arthur. Hey. It's Arthur. It's an, what is it? What is it? No, what is the theme song? It's an... And I I'm said, sorry. Hey. I'm sorry. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Anyways, <laughs> I, I, oh I digress. Um, no, but... Uh, after he has a conversation with Arthur and he realizes, like, Okanchu really can't do anything, like, physically, like, to hurt Steven. Like, because he, like, does the whole wind tricks and he's, like, yelling it through his ear. And Arthur's just sort of like, oh, is he saying this? Oh, is he being real sassy? That was really is, cool, yeah. is he being real sassy right now? He's just upset because he can't touch you. Yeah. And he was, like, he, he even says at one point, like, oh, he's just throwing a temper tantrum. And I was like, oh, my gosh. Like, zero fucks given by Mr. Arthur towards And Arthur Kanju. knows this because he is an avatar. He used to be an avatar. Himself, yeah. too. Yeah. yeah. And he's working for Amit, mm-hmm. another god mm-hmm. who, who, well, we'll get to that towards the end. Yeah, right. Wants to wreak a little bit of havoc and, uh, I guess, judgment on the... Right. On the planet on his own, which mm-hmm. is really interesting. But I think that was a turning point for me because it was like, well, actually, can't you really, I mean, Arthur's right. Homeboy over here is right. Like, yeah. he really can't, like, no touchy, you know? Like, he, he can't he can't do all that. Yeah. And there, that relationship has been really interesting in how fast it's progressed. And I feel like, I mean, we've definitely just scratched the surface when it comes to Konshu and and Yeah. Um, I suppose what his motives are because it seems like just pre- self-preservation right now. He mm-hmm. just wants to survive. Um, he doesn't have necessarily uh, an end goal as much as Amit does because yeah. I mean we we see him judging people starting like a. What would you think about Arthur's cult? It it's like a cult family slash neighborhood. Like everyone um, sharing stuff, which is nice. They've got a projection of dolphins swimming. That's a that, yeah, that, and everyone's everybody like wants really that. peaceful. Yeah, very peaceful. And I think partially it's because they all just you know uh, skirted death a little bit because yeah. they were supposed to. I mean, they were judged by um, uh, uh, you know uh, Amit mm-hmm. uh, via the, via Arthur via Arthur. So I'm sure they feel just really satisfied by it or 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 i guess relieved that they're alive what do you think about the cult in general um i feel like maybe they have a sense of them being like a higher being because they're like oh we're like the i don't even know how to describe like the clean ones and like the the less sinful type like oh i made it you know what i mean so it's like they have nothing to fear because they're like oh like my life from here on out is probably going to be bliss because i'm a good person i'm a good person i never make a mistake right but I do. I was getting like real, like Charles Manson vibes or like Jamestown vibes. Like it's, it's obviously Jonestown. 
Jonestown, thank you. Um, it was, again, ter- terrible with names. Jamestown is a very real city <laughs> in the Northeast. All those people are regular and nice people. Anyways, thank you so much for listening, you guys. I'll see you. <laughs> no. Um, but, yeah, no, I think that it was just very culty, like, clearly. Um, and Arthur really tried to sell it. Like, he was really like, yeah, man, look at us. We're super chill. And, you know, everyone here is super happy. And we're, like, for the greater good and whatevs. But But there is, I mean. There's an undertone there for sure. And there is a very clear evil that Layla witnesses. Um, We'll talk about Layla because that's a really good funny part of this. But towards the end of this, she sees, you know, it seems like Arthur's judging people. And a part of you is like, okay, well, maybe some of these people are future bad or whatever. But Layla sees mm-hmm. Arthur just kill a homeless man. Yeah. No judgment at all. No. Just, it's something he needed. So No, he just was like, cool, bye. And he kills him. So, it, it I mean, we, we, we kind of knew this going in. We knew that Ethan Hawke's character was going to be, Bad guy. you know, a, a villain and, and not, not like an altruistic leader at all. But it is kind of a... It is interesting because people would definitely 100% fall for that kind of talk. And I, yeah. I don't know if it's necessarily trying to be a commentary on religion or anything. But um, but it is. But it is. Like, <laughs> it is, you know, there's, there's, some, uh, there's some pretty harsh judgments that happen in real life. IRL. Well, let's talk about Layla. Okay. So Layla okay. was the mysterious phone call the um, that Stephen finds on Mark's phone. Oh boy, I'm okay. Okay, I'm doing good with names so far. That Stephen finds yes. on Mark's phone. Uh-huh. We meet Layla. We find out You're that Layla is Mark's wife. wife, although wants a divorce, and they seem to be like a, a Indiana Jones type. Yeah, like historic. Adve- yes, she knows about the scarab. She, you know, and she knows I, everything. I thought that th- that moment in this show was really funny when when he is Stephen and and she doesn't believe that. Steven is Steven. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, tries to be like, are you just, are you jerking me right now? Like, yeah. what's going on here? Mm-hmm. Uh, until, of course, like the police come and, and it gets kind of wild. What do you think about Layla? And really the the biggest part that she plays in this is she comes back and rescues Steven later on in, in, in the episode. Right. Um. Okay. So for Layla, I have to admit, like, I was kind of sus at first because, like, I didn't know, like, if she was you, legit. You, you honestly, you just don't trust anyone. You can't. I really don't. Um. I have trust issues. But her, I like. I like that. Um. Sophie hasn't given me her phone number yet. No, we've been together for what's five years. Yeah. I call four, her four years, house phone. <laughs> I call her house phone, which is really my parents' landline. Then and her. then she asked. He asked for permission. Mm-hmm. I have to say that I'm busy or not. You know, whatever. Yeah. No, but. But um, I do love Layla because she kind of gives Steven, like, this validation of, like, look, dude, like, you actually are onto something here. Like, we got to figure this shit out, whatever. Like, and also because she shares her experiences, like, kind of, sort of, with him. She's like, I, uh, what about all of the adventures we had together? But clearly she thinks that she's talking to Mark, right? And so it's it's, like, this whole thing. But also, like, she helps Steven put two and two together when it comes to all of this. Um, because of those experiences. And then I also love that she is the one that legit tells him, like, summon the suit. And he's like, what the fuck are you talking about? And he's, she's like, well, Mark usually does this or whatever, like, just to, to help him out even as he's Steven. So, um, yeah, no, she cool. She cool. She's smart. She speaks French. She likes poetry. Yeah. Like, I'm about it. Yeah. Plus, she's gorgeous, too. Like, uh, her curls? Stop. Yeah, and uh, so the, the character's name... Fully is Layla El Fo- Fauli. 
Um, it's portrayed by May Kalamui. Ooh, I don't know how to say her last name, but Dang. she's from Rami. That, we are, that show we are. on Hulu. That um, <clears throat> So I think we're going to see more of her, I think, in the next episode because it seems like she is... I don't is, think she's going anywhere. Yeah, I think she's on the side of, of Stephen or Mark, whatever you want to... Plus, whatever she name touched it. What? She touched it. What? The little beetle. Oh, the scarab. Yeah. Like, touch Mark? She touched the butt. <laughs> <laughs> she touched the butt. Or she touched it, the clown. <laughs> oh, no. It's uh, just a backdoor pilot to it. But yeah, I, 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 you know, one of the things, though, that, that does happen, can't skirt around it much longer, even though this is one of the biggest cliffhangers in this, is she does rescue Steven, but brings the scarab with her. Yeah. And that's kind of the biggest downfall because, I mean, at the end of this episode, when we talk about things moving fast, mm-hmm. you know, I thought the scarab was going to be a MacGuffin that lasts throughout the entire series, no. but Arthur has the scarab now. Yeah. He's got it. Yep. He's taking it to Amit's tomb. Yeah. He's already on boom, his way. Done. We're already mm-hmm. halfway done. With We're the... already in a different location. Yeah. Totally different city, part of the world. <laughs> Wild to think about, but I mean, and, and then yes, of course, that's when, when, when Mark Mark and, and Stephen travel to Egypt. That's where he wakes up at the end of this, kind of the, the birthplace yeah. of, of the lore that, that kind of builds Moon Knight and all that stuff. But also, though, Mark is back in charge, too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it makes sense. There's that deal. I mean, obviously, we know Konshu is not going to hold up to his side of the bargain, but no. there's still a lot that I think can, can definitely happen. But I do feel like, you know, when it comes to Stephen... What a what a fun way to introduce us into the Moon Knight universe. Because here's Steven, mild-mannered, you know, not doing so great. Mm-hmm. has, like, confidence issues and, I, lost, you know, loses his job. Yeah. I thought it was going to be more Steven now and yeah. th- at the beginning and then more of Mark later. Yeah. Like, I thought they were still going to have some more switchy-switch time. But... And I think that's still... Because Steven, I think, is the heart of the show. Because mm-hmm. Mark is an, he's Mark a is trained assassin. Yeah, mm-hmm. he's... Um, he, you know, he's, he's got all the action. He's, he's, even in this episode, the whole reason why they switched again was because they needed to fight that demon dog thing yeah. in the middle of the street. Really cool. That, that, that devil dog is invisible. Yeah. And so, we kind of see that at the beginning of the ep when they review the, footage. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. But, but we get like action sequences where even Layla is so fighting cool. a, a, an invisible yeah, I love dog. that they did that too because they they didn't have to. They could have showed it could have yeah. been like I think we talked about this on the first step, like how it looks like the the little demon things from Scooby Doo. Yeah. <laughs> Monsters Island or Spooky Island. Mm-hmm. Um but yeah, no, like it, they could have gone that route and just plugged it in with CGI, but instead they decided to make it invisible. I guess it's a different use for CGI, but um... I know. Maybe they're saving money, huh? <laughs> uh, know. Maybe, I don't know. I don't guess know what's what more else? expensive. <laughs> this other thing is invisible. Right? Yeah. <laughs> in this episode, Oscar Isaac is invisible. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but um no, yeah, I thought it looked really really cool. Yeah. I, I, yeah, it was it was really neat and I think it's just like a fun way to uh, sort of kind of have people uh, somewhat gaslight um, of Mark Spector or, mm-hmm. or Moon Knight yeah. because he can't prove the stuff that, that he's seeing that happening. And, mm-hmm. and what's going on. I think that's going to be um, really, really interesting. But yeah, those those devil dogs seems seem to be just something that uh, our Arthur can conjure, and we actually got to see that here. Like he uses his cane, right. this purple thing mm-hmm. opens up, and a devil dog comes out of it. Like who who knows what else is in there? But that makes me a little bit more excited for. Even um, uh, some some Doctor Strange stuff that's going to happen because you know we saw it in What If, but we know there's other worlds out there and other types of creatures and whatnot. Now this is all inspired, I think, from like Egyptian mm-hmm. mythology, but um, yeah, there's there's other stuff that can happen. Crocodiles and you know who knows what what what, what what's in store for for 
uh, Moon Knight to fight. Well, let's talk about Moon Knight because we get a couple versions of him in this. Right. We saw for the first time Stephen trying to conjure or quote unquote summon Summon the the suit. And he summons Mr. Knight, mm-hmm. kind of a dapper Classy. white tuxedo guy. <laughs> yeah, he, he's not uh, in the comic books. He's kind of like a detective and he's actually really popular now, uh, I think, maybe just because of the way he looks. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we also got to see a transformation into Moon Knight. Moon Knight, yeah. Um, what do you think about seeing the, the what, do you, what do you think about seeing kind of the superhero side? I, th- I thought it was really clever um, for Mr. Knight because Steven was like, what? Like he said to summon a suit. Yeah, and he doesn't know what suit to summon. No, it's so, so it's kind of his like, mm-hmm. it's, a new, it's a new one mm-hmm. for him. I thought he looked classy as hell. Loved it. Um, and then also like seeing like actual Moon Knight for the first time. I thought that that was completely yeah. breathtaking. Jumping like, around like, buildings. Dang yeah. boy, okay. Straight up fighting. Legit and like f- literally leaping from building to building. I'm like, how is that even possible? And then also like he shows off his strength a little bit, crushing cars, you know, doing doing his thing. Yeah. I will say the way that that fight scene ended with the demon dog on the actual tippy, spoiler alert, like if you haven't seen it, but like why are you listening at this point? Um, No, but with the little sphere, like where it was just like like just impaled at the top of that building was like oh my gosh like the lighting looked so cool and like the way that the moon was shining on top of it and then the way also like the way that the moon obviously because it's moon night right um the way that the moon was just shining in general like the the way that this is edited is just so beautiful and i i'm i'm so fascinated by it i love it so much it looks like i'm watching a movie every episode even like every episode all two episodes yeah. <laughs> that i've watched like well, it is it, it is, looks amazing you know it is something to um i guess to, to commend about the show is it feels super cinematic it does it has a language to the show that no other mcu thing has i mean we how many reflections can you count in this episode oh my god insane amounts dozens insane. of them and we, and sometimes you don't even recognize them like no. in the background it's against a car it's against a shiny wall it's a against desk a the desk top of like a desk. it's, it's uh, uh-huh. we're watching it now on a, on a uh, you know on a rear view mirror, rear view mirror. Mm-hmm. like it is a constant constant theme. thing and then also the presence of of konshu although it may not be you know based around As horror mm-hmm. but there are moments i think there's a moment in the car where we see just some of konshu's robes yes in just the like wind in the wind yep and mm-hmm. then it's gone like it's not necessarily it's just to show that he's there yeah it's to show his presence and mm-hmm. i think that stuff is really cool and not something that i think is going to go away like we saw no. this in episode one mm-hmm. we saw this in this episode mm-hmm. we see it episode three yep in episode four yeah in episode five even <laughs> and then after that we'll <laughs> get know? some in who episode knows? six <laughs> who knows i mean at this point Episode seven might have some, but it is, I like that it has its own distinct language. And, and, uh, I mean, we, we see this in a lot of the shows, but this, it's nice that, that this is something we haven't seen before. And, uh, even from the movies like this, this has its very own kind mm-hmm. of distinct thing, which is, uh, really, it really, definitely does. it's, it's really enjoyable. Um, and definitely something to come in. Okay. I want to talk about a, an Easter egg here. And oh, that okay. is the, the. We've already we've we've met the, a giant cast of characters, but someone that we've seen at least in the last two episodes that at least Stephen Grant talks to is Crawley, who is the golden robot, the 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 street performer robot that oh, yes, uh, he talks yes, to. In the beginning. Yeah, he mm-hmm. kind of professes to him. I I'm sure he has some kind of social anxiety, so he talks to a person that can't talk back. You mm-hmm. know, as a you know, just just kind of as protection for his emotions or whatever. But Crawley's a very interesting character because he is in in the comic books, and he's kind of the eyes and ears of the of the street. So I mean, it could just be like a nice homage to have him here, but totally possible 
He moves too. Hold on, this this might be a spoiler. Sorry, but he might be like a bigger deal later. Oh, a hundred percent. And you can get that vibe too, because I mean, if you have a character who is literally confessing everything and every thought process that he is having, maybe even multiple different personalities visiting him. Yeah, right. Yeah, like it's it's gonna be a thing, and and he's gonna have some sort of play in all of this. Like, and also like Crawley moves for the first time. After Stephen comes to a real a major realization about Mark and about what he should do, so uh, yeah, that already validated that that thought in my head. Like, oh, mm, homeboy's actually listening. Like, he's not just sitting there doing his job, quote unquote job. But um, yeah, no, it's for sure going to lead to something bigger. For sure. I'm uh, I'm I'm going to ask you this. Well, what do you think happens now? It seems our Arthur has the scarab. Mm-hmm. He's got uh, you know a ton of jackals he can summon from the ground or whatever. It it is really interesting to think about what Moon Knight's plan is. I mean, it's pretty like obvious, right? He's gonna stop well Arthur from from using the scarab or what what do you think happens next? Well, I know that Mark Spector is concerned about doing the final mission, whoever he's trying to murder, kill, or bring to justice, however you want to phrase it, for Kanju because of Layla. Like, Kanju has already explained, and Mark already knows, that he wants his next avatar to be Layla. So I think that Mark S. uh, might be just... I don't know if he's, like, procrastinating or if he's just, like, avoiding it. Because there are, like, some moments where I think that Mark has his own, like, agenda just based off of the conversations that he has with Steven. Um, So I have a feeling that, like, something some shit's going to hit the fan just between those two characters, Kanju and Mark. But, um, I mean, yeah, like, I guess realistically, like, he does have to get it back from um, Arthur. And he does need to, whatever Arthur's trying to release, um, because he is an avatar. So whatever he is trying to do or whatever his mission is... Um, obviously is something much bigger and I don't think Kanji wants it to happen. So there's probably going to be like some sort of major battle going on between the two gods um, and also the two avatars um, just to see what actually, what, what what's going to go down. Like there always is going to be like a huge fight scene, right? So that's probably going to happen. I think we said before that like episode five is the one that's normally yeah, like, turning the turning point right for everything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So probably ep five is going to be that, that major battle or some shit's going to hit the fan. For sure. I mean, I'm, I'm, I, I'm looking forward to the change in setting. I think that's going to be one oh, of Egypt the... Egypt is going to be so cool. Egypt's going to be really cool. The director... I'm, um, I'm going to read his name. Mohamed Diab. He, uh, he said that he's also the executive producer of the entire series that he's excited to kind of bring the series to Egypt and portray Egypt in a kind of a, of a genuine way, you know, mm-hmm. and have them uh, be in Giza next to the beautiful. pyramids, but also not make it just seem like, uh, like, like everyone there is like a foreigner. Cause that happens a lot in, in, in yes. mostly action films, I would have to say like they yeah. hire a tour guide mm-hmm. so they could find a thing, you know, and then it kind of seems like this crazy foreign land. But yeah, I, he said he wanted to portray all of the people, uh, really the Egyptians just as like regular people, as if it's just a setting. And I'm excited for that. Um, but also, you know, he did promise some really big themes and topics explored in the show. Yeah. So far, this is a lot of setup. I don't know if I don't necessarily think we've seen it yet, you know, but I mean, obviously, there's the big judgment thing and maybe the allusions to religion and whether you're going to heaven or hell or whatever. But I think we're going to see a little bit more depth, I think, to the series that we're only now going to discover. There's definitely like morals, right? And like, um, um, 
I want to say that there's a lot of like mental health that has already been addressed just because um, Steven at first was like struggling with his sleep habits and like trying to figure out his whole like personality, their split personality and, thing. And to be honest, Arthur, the bad guy in the mm-hmm. series, is mm-hmm. the most empathetic to him because mm-hmm. he's like, oh, I actually researched about what, what's going on. He's like, oh, I get it. Mm-hmm. And he's maybe the kindest person to him, you know, even right, even though he has bad intentions. Even though he, yeah, even though he's bad, but he's the most understanding, even, right. you know. Apart, I mean, he, he got fired if, from his job. I don't you know, know if that's like manipulation, though. It, on his, it probably so. is. It probably. <laughs> I don't is. think it's genuine. But I mean, you can see the code switch that happens. That, yeah. That almost yeah. works. I guess almost. Yeah. For mm-hmm. for Stephen until Layla shows up, and then mm-hmm. she's like, "Oh, here you go. I have it." Yeah. Anyway, but um, no, yeah, I think that like mental health and like also because his boss and his job was so like um straightforward with like oh here's like a hospital you can go to and oh i think you need some help and yeah, oh, i know that things yeah. have been really hard for They're kind you. of pushing it off yeah yeah and um so i think that's something that's uh, that was er- addressed early on but now that um steven understands what's actually going on with him like he's not necessarily like quote-unquote crazy or like he doesn't have some sort of like actual mental health thing that he has to deal with like it's more of like oh just kidding it's just an egyptian god like (laughs) you know it's just one of those things (laughs) yeah it's a recognition for sure Mm -hmm. and i think that that's that's what um what what is gonna be kind of his power really yeah being able to switch to the personality Mm -hmm. that um you know that yeah it's helpful but yeah i think they're gonna explore that a lot more i think one of the most problematic parts about the comic books early on um, was everything was just labeled uh, schizophrenia. Yeah. And that ne- wasn't necessarily what, you know, uh, kind of disassociative personalities, what's what's mm-hmm. actually happening to him. Mm-hmm. Um, so a lot of times in the older books, they were just like, oh, he's a schizo or whatever. And it wasn't necessarily the correct right. label and stuff. So I'm yeah, it's going to be uh, interesting how they address this going forward. But mm-hmm. I think they've done a great job of being, you know, really nuanced and... Uh, um, not having some kind of weird outsider look at this, yeah. um, that, that it could have, but yeah, I mean, we're, what, uh, what, what's, what's going to be really wild, I think is to see full episodes as Mark or, or, you know, Steven is kind of the eyes of the origin of the first couple episodes, yeah. but I mean, gosh, we're going to see Mark. We're going to see I'm Steven. Ready. We're going to see everyone really together. I'm ready for more action too. Like yeah. so far, like the action, that's the small bits of action, small bits um, that we've been getting have been exciting and also like very led by Kanju and like what's best for the mission, quote yeah. unquote. And he's but, fighting a lot of jackals. Yeah. A lot of l- devil l- dogs. A lot of devil dogs. Um, so I'm excited to see what's gonna happen in egypt just because i'm pretty sure like it's gonna be elevated to like a whole other level and we haven't really i'm ready to see him jump off with some pyramids (laughs) we well we haven't really seen much uh outside of moon knight's just like physical prowess as the superpower but there's Mm -hmm. other stuff that he can do he's got straight up weapons you know Mm -hmm. we see some we actually do see some of that in in this app but Mm -hmm. there's more there's more i guess unique fighting styles for moon knight that we're gonna see yeah coming down the lane and we, we may see ethan hawk mm-hmm. you know do do his thing too we we don't know yet because we uh so far we just see like a judgment cane and then him just destroying a homeless person on the street also so. i don't think Layla went to egypt did she uh we don't know actually i don't i don't think Who she knows? i don't know if she's there or not yeah i mean i i think she is i yeah. mean I th- i'm sure she's gonna have to show up there at some point yeah, if she's, she's not, not if behind. she's not there but 
I don't I don't know if she's currently there with him. Yeah. So well, but. let us know what you thought of this episode because uh, I'm sure you're watching it. I'm sure there's stuff we've missed, mm-hmm. and I think there's there's other things that I think you're excited for. But we're I think we're both looking forward to episode three for sure. Of course. Um, and I've been really happy with the lengths of these episodes too what do you think these are not like the, they're they're not jipping us this is these are full-on 48 no. 50 minute episodes yeah and then i still feel like i want more afterwards do you know what i mean like yeah. i'm just like oh wait n- no <laughs> like what yeah. hang on like i want to know what's gonna happen next i don't it's not it's not a lot of it's not too much dialogue it's not yeah. too much action it's like really exciting and i mean i think it's just because it feels so refreshing and so new and also yeah. like the cast is incredible yeah and, you know, everything's like now starting to come together already in episode two. And I think that that's probably why I feel so like, oh, damn, like I want more because it it is moving kind of quickly as as a series. So I'm excited. Yeah, it'll it'll be really fun. And I think that we're there. There's I mean, just the fact that we kind of understand what the stakes are now means that there's probably another layer. Yeah, that we're going to find out later. For sure. Yeah. If, if, if it feels quick, it normally is because we're not even halfway through. The, <laughs> yeah, you know, especially with Marvel. <laughs> they're not telling us the, the yeah, they're not even telling us what the real what the real plan is yet. But that's that's what's really exciting. Well, uh, we've come to the end of this episode. Sophia, what do you have to plug? Um, just the same old, same old stuff. Thank you so much for listening to the pod. And if you want to support us even more, you sure can. Please um, go check out our Patreon, patreon.com slash delphinpod, D-E-L-F-I-N-P-O-D. Um, and then if you want to follow me on any of my personal socials, you sure can. Everything's going to be at underscore simply Sophie, S-O-F-I-E-E. That's yeah, me. support the pod. Listen to all of our shows. We'll be back next week with another episode on the newest episode of Moon Knight. Um, yep. I will want to plug something that that may not need plugs, but we watched a movie yesterday, Everything, Everywhere, All at Once. It was so good. Yes. It's an A24 film written and directed by the Daniels, a pair of really fantastic filmmakers produced by Joe and Anthony Russo, who were the directors of Avengers Infinity War and Endgame. So <laughs> that's kind of the Marvel connection here. But it stars Michelle Yeoh, Kehu. Kay Hugh Kwan, Stephanie Su, um, and then if Jamie Lee Curtis is in this, James Hong. But it was so good, and it's full of all the multiversal stuff, but with a purpose. And it's so deep. It's so deep. Oh, Go watch the movie. Um, yeah. It's I cried. not in super wide release yet, but you can find it in most major cities. Yes. Watch it. I think if you're a fan of Marvel, you'll really enjoy it. Yeah, um, and, and it's beautiful. Oh, my gosh. Oh, it's such, it's yeah. like filmed beautifully. Yeah, I, I, it's really enjoyable, and mm-hmm. especially if you. Um, yeah, are a big fan of like action, multi oh, or gosh, sci-fi, yeah. really like yeah. good sci-fi it's stuff. Really, it's, it's really creative, really amazing. It's fantastic. And maybe you hey, maybe you'll learn a little bit about your life too, huh? Yeah. Yeah. Jeez. <laughs> oh, Putting into perspective. And I mean like literally put everything, everything into in perspective. perspective. And by everything we mean literally, literally everything. <laughs> put everything in the world in perspective. Yeah. All right. We'll watch that movie and we'll see you next week. All right, bye. Bye. bye.